G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. G'day, I'm Matt Gees, and just a quick reminder, you can catch the full program of 2020 every weekday morning on the Vision Radio Network in the West from 8, Central States from 9.30 and the East from 10. In the best of 2020 on the weekends, you can catch it on Saturday mornings from 11 Eastern and Sunday nights from 8 Eastern. Now, for most of us, Easter was observed at the end of March, but over the first weekend in May this year, some sections of the Christian Church, both in Australia and around the world, celebrated the Orthodox Easter. Now, there's a whole lot of reasons why there's a difference, and Neil Johnson explored those with the General Secretary of the National Council of Churches, Reverend Tara Kalouis, on Orthodox Good Friday. Hi, it's great to be with you on this uh, Eastern Good Friday. Isn't that interesting? Because uh, perhaps most people listening into our conversation uh, will not be really aware of why some sections of the church uh, might have a celebration of Easter at a different time to the rest. And I guess there's a lot of things historically that you can point to because just the fact that there is a, a Orthodox churches or the Eastern church, most people have come from the the roots and the branches of the Western church. But there's real rich history there, isn't there, Tara? Oh, there's a tremendous history. And it's the different dates for Easter originated when we had to change our calendar to um, recognised that the year was 365 and a quarter days and so the eastern churches many of them still follow the old calendar the Julian calendar and we in the west and every day follow the Gregorian calendar and so some years Easter can be sep- the two Easters can be separated by as much as five weeks apart as they are this year and occasionally they actually coincide. So when the Eastern churches celebrate Easter on a different date, it's not because of you know, the historical controversies uh, over the inclusions of some extra words in one of the early ecumenical creeds. It's really a calendar issue. It, it really is a calendar issue, and it's all around the dating of Easter with respect to the moon after a certain point and that appearance of the moon varies um, depending on the calendar. Okay, so it's a different moon cycle uh, to what the West uses uh, that actually determines when the Eastern Orthodox Christians celebrate their Easter. Well, I I think they use the same moon cycle excepting the cycle starts at a different point depending on the dating. I'm getting you confused now. <laughs> That's all right. I think I think as long as we know that it's not because of any special uh, deep but, controversy that uh, some Christians celebrate Easter at a different time. Let's no. talk about let's talk about what actually happens today, Good Friday in Orthodox churches around Australia, around the world. Many Orthodox will have started um, in church early this morning. Their services um, go for most of the day. 
bit like the Western churches. They start with recognising and doing the readings that we, many of us would be familiar with around the crucifixion of our Lord. Um, they focus on the crucifixion, but then they don't stop and go home. They continue into the afternoon through the hours of the day. <clears throat> and um, at about three in the afternoon, they have the particular service of the taking of Jesus down from the cross and those associated readings. Then after that, they have ser- the, the special service that relates to the laying of Jesus into in the tomb. Now, some churches, in some areas, if you've got a Greek church nearby, you might see late this afternoon processions through the streets where they're carrying a, a box or a special tapestry called an epitaphios, uh, which depicts the... Um, image of Jesus being laid in the tomb and they process that through the streets or around the church before they have their final sets of prayers associated with that and then they finish up the day in um, a place of mourning and silence and then they await what comes tomorrow on Holy Saturday. It always impresses me on times when I've had contact with people who are Orthodox Christians, the passion uh, that Orthodox Christians put into their worship is just amazing. And sometimes if you wanted to compare uh, various ones coming from uh, the West, uh, somehow or other don't just have that passion that people from the East in that sense of Orthodox Christians really have. It really is quite striking, isn't it? It really is their devotion. I, I would say it's their their devotion with their whole being um, to their faith. And so as part of that devotion and that passion, at this time, it's total fasting so that for the whole of Lent, they abstain from eating fish, meat, any sort of meat product, eggs, dairy, wine and oil. And it it, um, intensifies with even eating less, I think, on Good Friday. And then by the time Saturday night comes and they've celebrated the resurrection of Jesus, um, him being risen from the dead, then they're able to break the fast as in fellowship together as a whole community. I guess some Christians would be thinking, uh, you know, are they welcome to go along and participate with Orthodox churches for Good Friday and for the Easter celebrations across the weekend? How welcoming are Orthodox Christians typically to outsiders coming in to participate or just to observe and see what happens? They they generally welcome anybody in. They They may not if they don't know you, they may not um, talk to you quite the same because these are really a series of very solemn services. Uh, but I go to Orthodox Easter every year. Uh, the services both on today on Good Friday, so I'll be joining people this afternoon and tonight, and also on Holy Saturday on the Saturday night, uh, where that we start off with the service and then ultimately climax close to midnight with the announcing of the resurrection and orthodox churches generally use the similar to us but it's in the in the greek they use the phrase christos aneste and then which is christ is risen then they respond with um elethos aneste truly he is risen uh, and it's a great climax with lots of joy and 
you know, the drums going and all sorts of things happening and the bells ringing. And it's a real time of joyous celebration. Um, they, they, and they really get into that with all their passion as well. And Tara, you're communicating with leaders uh, in uh, Orthodox churches and uh, they're really, really open. And I, I think as I understand it, uh, they're uh, thinking of others outside participating as getting together and showing a sign of unity. Yes, it's very much seen as a sign of unity um, and as an expression of that in a really significant way this year is the churches in Jerusalem, both the Western churches and the Orthodox churches, agreed 12 months ago that they would all observe the Orthodox dates for Easter this year. So all the churches in Jerusalem are celebrating Good Friday as it happens there now and the resurrection of Jesus um, both through Saturday and Sunday. Uh, some churches celebrate on the Saturday night, other churches celebrate on the Sunday morning. Well, it truly is uh, a different type of expression, different timing uh, to celebrate Easter. And I know that there'll be listeners who'll be intrigued enough to go to their internet and uh, go to Google and find out some more about Eastern Orthodox Christians. Uh, They do some things a little different, but they've got thousands of years of history uh, and coming from those different uh, cultural backgrounds too which sometimes uh, filter right through into their worship Uh, certainly great to hear your heartbeat on all of that the reverend tara kerr lewis who's the general secretary of the national council of churches tara it's been a pleasure thanks for being with us today on 2020 oh it's been a pleasure thank you happy easter Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.